Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. This is the most dramatic podcast ever, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to the home office in Austin, Texas. Chris Harrison, my continued conversation with Jason Tardick, who's here in Austin with me. Uh, Buddy, I really appreciate you being here. I, I don't know if you're still appreciative of being here. Uh, you know what? This seat is pretty hot, but you know what, Chris? It's always good to have you across the way. Thanks for having me back. Um, before we left, obviously, things had gotten a little emotional. We were talking about Caitlin, talking about the breakup and everything you guys had gone through. Um, so, I, you know, we're just going to jump right back into it. Let's do it. The, the breakup itself. Mm-hmm. When I heard from you guys, it... I'm trying to think it didn't, it didn't surprise me only in that I kept, you know, I think a lot of us kept waiting. Okay. When are we going to hear about a wedding or wedding dates or whatever? And I guess personally, what I found, what, what struck me is when I talked to you guys, I didn't hear a lot of future plans. Mm -hmm. And so I guess the, the question inside all of that is when you guys broke up, was it a surprise to you? 
did it catch you off guard? Like, was the rug completely swept out from under your feet? Or when she broke up, did you say, oh, okay, like, I, I get it. I saw this coming. Caitlin meant so much to me and still currently does. And it's it's such a, I get so worried that like, I, I want to preface this. Like, so when people are hearing this, if they think I'm like skating or surfacing, I just get so worried about the repercussions of what I say. Yeah. And I care still so much for her. And it's, 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 it's really, really hard for me to have these conversations. So I'll do my best. Um, I, to answer the question though, I felt like it was, it was on the horizon. Was it? You haven't even asked a good question. <laughs> it was a tough time. Yeah. So to go back to it, it's tough. Um, I'm also bad at that. I've worked on it. I've always been someone I hate showing my emotion. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Mm -hmm. I remember at The Bachelor, people would be like, I remember someone was like, he's trying to force tears. I'm like, no, I'm trying to hide every yeah. tear. And then when the camera's off, I'm going to go nuts and cry. I'm trying to get better at it. I felt it. like that at my wedding. I read, yeah. I read my vows 50 yeah. times thinking I won't break down. And of course yeah. I did. I cried I'm like a baby. So, yeah, I am, I am no, it's, very look, sensitive these days, especially this topic. But You loved her. So much. And so clearly the emotions still run deep and naturally. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so, yeah, I saw, give me a second. <laughs> we need another tequila shot. Give me a second. I'll get it together here. I saw, I saw it. Yeah. It was the way I would say is there was a lot of um, deteriorating complacency. So that's my answer. Ay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I did, but it, no, there was definitely no sweeping. Uh, there was no shock. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think in general, my stance is, uh, I, it's, I just didn't want to believe it. Right. Um, and I think that's something that I need to, that a takeaway for me is that if you, if you run from problems or hide or bury or don't address them, yeah, you know, eventually it's going to catch up and you can't, you got to step into hard times. The proverbial kick the can down the road. Yeah. And you either do the work now or you do twice as much work later. Or I guess feel the repercussions of it. God. <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
I'm good. Well, bring me back. Gotta get that out. Name it to drain it is what I'm told. (laughs) So I'm good now. It was just a hard time, so to go back to it's tough. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I if I go back and talk about you know my own divorce or own what you know, it's like those those (sighs) things are still. Yeah. Still at the surface. I think I've also put so much work in trying to understand emotions because for so long I've buried emotions. And now that like I get it, I it's like a floodgate in my life. Yeah. Cause for so long I just masked it. Yeah. Um so yeah. It's not I think a healthy I've thing cried to more do. In man. Six months I've cried my entire life. But that's with all things. Like I finally I feel good about it too, because I can finally name emotions and understand them. But I'm just, I'm still so bad at showcasing. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It, you know, when it, it, it comes with age, obviously you're still a young man and I'm not elderly. I'm just older. Um, having my daughter yeah. did it for me. That's what mm-hmm. changed me. When I went through my divorce or whatever, I, I became a hard shell and protected myself because sure. I was so public and I was, I could kind of wrap it around protecting my kids and my family and so I just was like, I won't, I don't have time for this. I don't yeah. have time to show the emotion and deal with my own emotions. Um, not a healthy thing to do. Right. Um, again, being a Texas boy, you know, what do we do with our feelings? We swallow them Bury and push them, them deep yeah. down inside. Sure. But it was once I had my daughter, you know, and, and Taylor was born, it's like I became a, it's just an emotional ball bag. Yeah. Like if, if she sings or if what, you know, if she's like, you know, and I'm like that with my son now too. I mean, he just opened up this whole can of emotions and, it's good. It's, it's, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. It, it, Cause you gotta, I mean, to grieve it and to understand it, you gotta feel it. You gotta be community, be able to communicate it. And for so long, like two years ago, I couldn't even name what an emotion was. I, I go to therapy now every like three weeks. Thank God for my therapist. And the way you grieve is understanding it is yeah. feeling it is demonstrating it. We've all been there. It's just, uh, I've my whole life the way I've protected and secured myself is to not show it. So it's tough to show it, and that's, but I'm working on it and we're getting there. It's a Buffalo guy. Thing it's a Buffalo too. guy. Yeah, it's like, just like Texas, you know, it's like we swallow it, you know, Buffalo is the same way. There's it, not a lot of guys in Buffalo. Yeah, grind out, you know, just make it work. It's all good, but that's no way to live. No. And when you understand your emotions, I've learned it gives you the ability to grow. It's just that I probably don't step into conversations about that time often Maybe it's even too soon to do it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just a really, really tough time. It is important that the takeaway from this too, and Lauren and I have talked about this, it's you don't want to belittle somebody who's lost a significant other. Um, and it, you don't want to compare, but a big breakup, a divorce, it's a loss. You are mourning the loss of something, um, and it's it's different than losing a significant other. It's it's different than Lauren losing her dad, but at the same time, you are still losing something, and you're losing someone. And what's also difficult about that is that someone still exists. They didn't go away. Right. They did not die. Right. You're going to see them at Chris and Lauren's wedding. Right. You're going to have to see them on social media. It's like you know a lot of these breakups there's not a clean breakup anymore. And that's kind of a sign of our times that we live in, but that makes it, you know, doubly difficult for you. Yeah. And I, well, I think the thing is, is that 
No, in breakups, no one, especially this one, no one wins. This isn't about, for me, at least, there's like, there's only two people lost here and lost in a hard way. Four and a half years is a long time. In, In really important years of our lives. And so there's no, no one's winning. You're both losing and growing. And so that's, that's what's tough. Um, but it's the reality of the situation. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of time and energy and pain for both of us, both, both of us. Right. I can't I can only speak from my experience, but what I've observed. And so it's just four and a half years of, you know, it's family at that point. Yeah. Their family becomes your family and vice versa. Totally. And so it's so easy from the outside to critique or pick teams or anything like that. And yeah. I think at the end of the day for anyone that's gone through a breakup and I'm assuming most people listening to this have based on the severity of it, no one loses. It's just how, how can you learn from it and how can you grow and how can you do more thumb pointing as opposed to finger pointing? Cause it's so easy. The easiest thing you can do is start finger pointing the easiest thing. And at the end of the day, if you continue to finger point, the only thing that's going to happen is history is going to continue to repeat itself. So through the time, I'm trying my best to just look in the mirror and see what I could have done better. And I I think some of the things I already alluded to with kicking the can and maybe not addressing some things towards step, you know, the idea of like, okay, the, the pain of stepping into something it would be easier to just assume that time will heal. And I'm talking, what I'm talking about too is immaterial things, right? I'm talking about everybody who can relate to like little bumps or discussions or disagreements. I'm not talking about anything material. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you let, when like little baby paper cuts don't go treated, they become infections. And if the infections don't get treated, you know, the end is inevitable, I feel like. So, as you said, I never really asked you the hard question. <laughs> and all this has come out. So now I'm going to ask you the hard question. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can I have a breather for a second? <laughs> it took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom, she's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. All right. Fire away, buddy. Glad my podcast is next. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Sip a cold beer. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you still love Caitlin? Mm-hmm. Chris Harrison. Um. I I have a ton of love for Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah, I have a ton of love for Caitlin. When I think what's so hard is when we broke up, I was still so in love with her. Oh God. But um I have a ton of love for her. She's such a, she's very special, unique as everyone knows person. Um, and so, yeah, I have, I have a ton of love for Caitlin. Yeah. So clearly you're still dealing with a lot of emotions. I think it's a lot of grieving, right? It's yeah. what I've noticed is that I bounce through if people, you know, at any capacity you grieve, I, I've bounced, well, I've gone through the grieving thinking uh, at times I'm like, okay, I have acceptance, can fully move on. Mm-hmm. But then you bounce back. I think that's, I think that's uh, often the case for a lot of people. I think it's hard to admit when you're bouncing back between clearing and everything, um, all the different stages. So well, it's that I think ever I'm bouncing. Flo- it is that ever flowing river, right? It's an ever flowing river. Sometimes yeah. you're cruising. Sometimes it's, yeah. there's the rapids and sometimes you're falling over a waterfall and it's crazy and out of control. And then sometimes you feel great yeah. and it's just one little thing. And I've, I've learned so much more about grieving because of Lauren and talking to her about her dad and, yeah. um, and her dealing with that and in her working at the experience camps uh, with so many kids who have lost somebody. And, and again, it's like, 
you don't want to equate one to the other. I'm not comparing, but it is an emotional loss and you are yeah. grieving something and you're still going through it. It doesn't mean tomorrow I won't see you and we'll have fun and play golf and totally. laugh or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's still going to, there's sometimes it's going to, you know, kick you in the gut. Totally. And that's okay. But, yeah. And I think for like, for lo- like even, I don't know, you're right. Exactly. And it's, I think when you care and you love for someone and then it doesn't work out and you still have, you know, you, you still care. So, I mean, that was, I remembered my therapist, it was like month three or four. I was like, when the hell am I going to walk into this office and we're not going to talk about my grieving journey? Like, how is this? Like, am I, are we done with this? Like, can we move on to the next topic? Like, I don't know, my when childhood we, or something. Yeah, when are we going to talk about, <laughs> can my, we talk about something the else? Bills never winning a Super Bowl? Like, when can we yeah. talk about the important Give shit? Give me something. Yeah. And, and I think she, she just said such a good point. She's like, listen, it was, five, it was from 29 to 34. Yeah. And, and, this was a lifetime commitment that didn't, you know, of course, obviously engagement's out of marriage, but you know, you have an expectation of what your future will be. And that takes a huge detour and reset and, and stepping into this and really understanding it and feeling the emotion of it. It's, it's beautiful. And it's what's going to get you to what you do need. It's going to get you to the partner that will make you the best version of yourself. And so, well, even now I'm just like, I feel so embarrassed that I like, I, I felt that wave of emotions. It is, it's real. I feel it, but you're right. Like tomorrow, like we'll go have a drink after this and we'll be good. But sometimes when I step into it, my brain just go like the photographic part goes back to some of those dark times. And it's sad because it's the feeling like I just, I get this like wave of like, it's, I think what people are like, well, what's creating the emotion or well, why is he feeling that way? It's this, it's a wave of just like sadness for her and me and us like there's a bit of loneliness. You're just like, shit. Um, and so it brings you back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's me talking through my feelings, Chris. It's a, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I just said. Well, but. no, it's a, there's, there's moments of what could have been. And often if you're being honest, the, what could have been moments aren't real. Like you're, you're manifesting things now of how great it was and how great it would be. And that world honestly probably never existed. You know, you start yeah. overlooking a lot of the big hurdles and a lot of the big issues and things, totally, things yeah. start to just like, you remember good things. And, yeah. Um, it's what often makes us get back together with a, with an ex. Yeah. And, and you, you remember the good things and you get back in, you get back in bed, the proverbial bed and you're like, Oh crap. Yeah. Now I remember why we broke up in the first place. Oh, for sure. Which is what I personally, I think the, especially like going through therapy and working through this, like the idea of jumping back into a relationship in general is I think extremely unhealthy because there's a reason as to why you broke up. Yeah. Right. So exploring that within yourself and growing from that takes material time yeah. for you to even wander those thoughts if you're doing it in a healthy way. Right. Yeah. So, that's not the band aid you want to put no, on the wound. No, 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 no. You got to fix the band aid. You got to stitch that up. Right. Everything I didn't do before. So, are yeah. you, are you dating? Have you gone on a date? I mean, not, nothing serious enough to talk about on a podcast. Yeah. You know, well, I know you're not seeing, I, I know you're not seeing anybody. <laughs> I know you're not seeing anybody. I would know about that. If we, you, you know, you'll get the first intro. We'll yeah. do the next, the next episode I do. We'll be with my, we'll, we'll do it right here, Chris. Um, I knew you weren't seeing anybody significant. I know you don't yeah. have a girlfriend by any means, which by the way, good. You're not ready for that. But I just didn't know, like, have you, 
gone on any dates and, and even ventured into that territory? I'm I'm open to I'm open to going on dates. Yeah. I'm open to going on a date. I also know I have I've like you know I got a uh, I'm just like there's a lot going on in between the ears right now, right? Yeah, of course. Um, and if I went on a date or had that conversation, I would be very open with that. <laughs> But which I is, by the way, healthy and good to, yeah. to warn the yeah. <laughs> warning, a yeah. lot of baggage, yeah. no, no. just working through it all. So, yeah, I'm, I'm open to go on. I dates. had those conversations when I, when yeah, I got to you want to send me up with Chris. I know, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, hey, there's, you know, there were some house moms we saw, you know, here in the neighborhood at uh, lunch today. They would be more than happy to give uh, Tardic a ride. You got anyone, <laughs> you got anybody that can hand out tissues over here? <laughs> I do think I'll say this too. Yeah, I don't. I think part of the reason I'm emotional right now is also because I have a state of comfort with you, right? Like I think 99% of podcasts I'd go on, I'd have my wall up, mm-hmm. but I do think it's uh, again, a testament to our friendship that I do feel like I'm in a space where my guard is let down to, to be like that. So yeah. I, I gave go you a warning Harrison. at the beginning of this. You've never sat in the chair across from me before. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this. <laughs> the, the hot seat. Who do you think invented the hot seat? Um, you are the hot seat. <laughs> no, it was, uh, I remember vividly when I, when I first got divorced, I'd been married, what, 17 years or something, 18 years. And so, yeah, you don't just come out of that two kids divorced and all that after 18 years and just jump back into it and be yeah. normal. I was not healthy at all. And so yeah. I, I would, you know, literally tell people I would go on, you know, cause the weird part is, you know, you're not ready to settle down. You know, you're not ready to be serious with anybody, but at the same time, you kind of need to start dating. Yeah. It's and a, it's, it, and I, I, especially that, for the one out of life. Like but I, what's weird is it's not fair. You know, it's like, Hey, I'm going to go on a date with you. <laughs> I am not prepared to be anything serious. Cause I'm a mess. And it's like, so what, what am I doing to this person? Yeah. So I felt a little bit guilty in that I'm, I'm kind of going through the paces because I needed it. So I felt like, how do I ease that guilt? I tried to be honest of like, Hey, I'm a wreck right now. Mm-hmm. I, like my life is a tornado. I'm trying to figure out how to make sure my kids are okay and get back to school and you know, all these things. I said, you know, I, I don't have the, the bandwidth to do this also. Yeah, I get that. It, it, that I think connects to a lot of my life right now, again, going back to my therapist, she's a beauty. I'd tell her something and she said something that resonated with me and will forever resonate with me. And maybe it resonates to anybody listening to this is I find she's like, Jason, you're doing a lot of bobbing and weaving right now. Like you're a boxer, you're bobbing and weaving life and you're overthinking in this. You're not in the ring anymore. Oh, wow. Right. Like you're not, you're not in the ring anymore. Yeah. You know, there was a decision made and then you had to leave the ring. Wow. And because of that, you got to stop bobbing and weaving. Yeah. You're like the spectator that's acting like they're, they're in there and they're not. Yeah, fight's over, man. Yeah. Like, wow. And the idea is like, like live, like stop overthinking and walking and actually like just go live. Like it's time for Take you to Take off live. the gloves, put it down, yeah. like put the weight down, put it all down. And that's phenomenal advice. I am very, I, I love the way the analogy of that is, is perfect. Exactly. Like example, I'll give you a perfect example of bobbing and weaving. Bobbing and weaving would say no to coming to talk to you when I'm in Austin. That's yeah. bobbing and weaving. But if like for me, it's like, no, I'll talk to Chris. I want to talk to Chris. Sure. I have to like follow what my gut and heart's saying. Just do it. Stop trying to please 
everybody and everything, do what you need to do. Do your thing. Well, you bring up a good point. And your therapist is wise. I like her. Might have to have her on the show. She's a beauty. Um, not to talk about you, but to talk about <laughs> just in general. Um, I love people like that in this in this world that, that we talk relationships with. But the added amplification of, you know, Jason Smith is getting broken up with or divorce or whatever. Then there's Jason Tardick and Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelor. <laughs> you know, it's like it's on steroids, and and you feel. Like everybody's watching, everybody's talking, and that is what also will exacerbate the bobbing and weaving because you feel like you got to keep all the balls in the air, right? Mm-hmm. I, I felt this before when I was going through my divorce. I felt like I got to keep this going because everybody w- was talking about it. You know, the late night shows were making jokes at my expense. I understood it, it was funny, but it stung. You mm-hmm. know, it was still, like you said, another paper cut. So, that is something else that will keep you, and I, I, I'm guessing it's something that even your therapist won't quite understand because she's yeah. never been in that ring that you're in. It's a big ring, and it's loud, and it's noisy, and there's a lot, as you said, Reddit and the Bachelor world, and everyone's got podcasts. Everyone's yeah. talking about it, and so it feels huge. Yeah, and I'm such a, like, my whole life, I've always been a path of least resistant guy. I've always been a, like, make people happy and check the box. And so I always get so worried that the pursuit of not self-sacrificing and just doing what you need to do is going to make people unhappy or create issues or controversy or things like that. And that's just no way to live. Like you have to listen to yourself. That's a lot of the stuff I'm doing is like, kind of like I've talked about this a little bit, but like you think about your bread and your water at dinner and your appetizer and your main plate, like just taking that main plate and like wiping it clean and like just making it me. Like, what do I need? How do I need to pursue? What do I need to learn about myself? And so easier said than done based on personality type and stages you're at. But that's, that's kind of my journey right now. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. 
Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I I see you doing some also some things I did. You're keeping yourself way too busy. Yeah. Um, that's called avoidance. It's called numbing. <laughs> it's called numbing. I, I, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I've been in, you know, you're like, I'm busy. I've been in five cities in four days. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, you're, N-U-M-B. You're, you're, avoiding, you're avoiding being home, man. Um, but that's fine for now. It's fine. You, the, you know, but just when you know, you know. I think just, it's recognizing it, right? Yeah. So just so like you know, when you go home, it's still there. Yeah. It's, it's still being self-aware to say, hey, you yeah. know, this right now is a form of numbing and you're, you're going here and saying yes to that event or going to this work trip because you're doing that. And inevitably that cures nothing as long as you're, I think you're self-aware to step into the stuff you got to step into. My advice to you, yes. and it's my advice to everybody going through a breakup. And again, it's only because I tripped over these hurdles. I filled my time in my life with very meaningless things. I was going to parties and going yeah. to events I was invited to. Someone, oh, yeah, we'll fly you to Vegas. We'll fly you here. Sure. And I don't think I ever felt lonelier mm-hmm. than I'm at these events with people I don't care about, with yeah. people I don't really know. It's not that they're bad people. I just didn't know them. And it was, I had 50 superficial conversations that night. Right. There was no depth. I didn't dive into anybody. I, I would go to bed and go, I couldn't remember one person from tonight. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't make one connection. And so one thing I, I, I got off that miracle round and started doing things that, I really wanted to do, mm-hmm. which going golfing with my friends, Yeah, you know, a buddy, you know, one of my agents called and said, Hey, we're going to go fishing up in Oregon. Just a couple guys, some whiskey, some cigars. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's what I need. So it's not yeah. that you can't keep yourself busy. Just be careful once you break up how you're keeping yourself busy. Yeah. Is totally. there any nourishment for your soul? Yeah, exactly. I think it's, I think it's such a good point. I went on this journey that was like, you know, July and August, just like literally sit in tears. Um, I was, I didn't drink it all. Just tried to like really be there. I was going to therapy weekly at this point. Feel it. Feel it. And then I went to like the September, October route, which was like just friends and no, it was really just like friends and family, friends and family, friends and family. Good. Going to go see it. And now I'm in this like, let's just fuck it. You know, let's just go here and I'll go to this. Let's go golf with Sergio and do this and all this. And now, I'm going to hit the, I'm like at the point now. All right, let's peel it back. Let's get back to kind of that like second stage, the friends, the family, the saying no to some stuff because I'm 35. 
and, and I, I hate to, I, there should be no correlation to age and, and what your next chapter is, but the reality is we only have so many years on this earth and yeah. I want a family. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want all that. And so the more you numb, the more time ticks and the less progress you make towards like the things that truly matter in life, right? Like the end of the day, I mean, you're the host of The Bachelor and I'm sure the conversations of people you've got to meet over the last 20 years are unbelievable. What the hell does that mean? Like in a blink of an eye, it's gone. On my deathbed. Right. And who's there, right? Your two beautiful kids and LZ and your family. That's everything. If if it makes you feel any better and it, it should give you some inspiration about time, I found the love of my life when I was 47. Fuck, it's amazing. You know, uh, yeah. and as you know, I got married a month ago to the love of my life and my life couldn't be better, couldn't have more meaning, couldn't be happier, um, work, everything. And I went through those times of even me and I was, you know, obviously had a little bit of money, a little bit of fame and life was good and I was dating and mm-hmm. I had no trouble meeting people, but I wasn't meeting the one. And I, yeah. I, I thought, yeah, hey, not everybody has it all, right? You know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to, maybe I don't get that. And but the patience of waiting for that person, and then when LZ stepped into my life, I'm like, oh crap, that's what it looks like. Yeah, and it, you know, talk about the light bulb going off. So you're good. You, so you got time. Let me ask you this: I'm putting, I'm taking the host role for one question. Yeah. What advice then would you have for me or for anyone else that's out there that feels like they might need to rush into that because of their age? Like, how do you? What do you do to avoid complacency and always pursue like? the like dream relationship you imagine that you had got at 47. I literally just had this conversation with a guy the other day when he was kind of in this similar thing where he's just like frustrated, right? Mm -hmm. You get frustrated because like you said, you know, you were together with Caitlin for five years from 30 to 35. Those are big years. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not big years. What's wrong with 35 to 40? What's wrong with 40? Trust me, your 40s is where your life starts. Yeah. That's when it really gets good. Okay. That's the best decade. <laughs> okay. you, you haven't even gotten there. Yeah. You're, you're still an appetizer, but and that's not to diminish or demean, but that's it's just fair. the what I told this person and, and what I would tell anybody, if you're 35, 45, 65, 75, is be diligent, but be patient. Yeah. Don't, you know, I found myself even in this role as, as well-versed as I was in the world of love and dating. I kept trying to, to shove a square peg in a round hole mm-hmm. of like, I'm going to make this person fit. I'm going to make this person fit. I mean, let's be honest. And, and I'm intimate enough with your relationship with Caitlin. Y'all weren't perfect. You weren't mm-hmm. right for each other. Yeah. There's a reason you broke up. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean you don't love her. And she, she probably still loves you to a certain degree, but that wasn't right. She's yeah. not the one. Yeah. And the sooner you realize that and you will, then you're going to go back and you'll start looking for someone who is. And when, when you find that, if you're patient and it's not, I don't mean sit on your ass, don't work at it because it's almost like a job. Like you need to go put yourself in situations where you're going to meet people. Yeah. Whether it's apps, whether it's going to events, going to church, going to your synagogue, going to your book club, Going to, you know, you don't have to just go to bars. That's not what it's about. Go, sure. go to wherever where you're putting yourself in situations where you're going to meet like-minded people that you might be attracted to. And then it's having the balls to go up and say hi. Yeah. Have the guts to go up and break the ice. I mean, <laughs> the good news with you, you're the icebreaker, right? <laughs> you are immediately disarming. You have something to talk about. Bachelor world, that helps. But for those that don't have that immediate icebreaker, 
be the one to go say hello. Like if you've made eye contact and she didn't throw up, or if you've made <laughs> eye contact and he didn't run for the door, that's the the, the door is open. Yeah. Like yeah. too many people go home thinking, what if, oh, I should have talked to that girl. Yeah. I should have gone up to that guy. Do it. Yeah. Like break the ice, go have that conversation. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Swallow your pride. Yeah. Good point. I think that's a really good point. And I think the one you said about like, in, I think in society in general, we hold these bullshit standards. I mean, it's it's literally probably the mission of majority of what I talk about is like breaking the blueprint of the way that we're taught right. to think. And here I am saying such critical years, which to me it feels like, but you're right, it's 30 to 35. And and hopefully we have, you know, 50, 60 plus more. Yeah. So who's defining what this gap is and the importance of it? Those are made up beliefs that I've put into my head. And so- 100%. Yeah. I get that. It's, uh, you know, I, I always say the elevators really meet when a guy turns 40. <laughs> That's when, you know, you're still at your healthiest physical peak. You know, you're a handsome dude. It's like, you, you know, at 40, guys kind of always ask themselves this. You just take stock, yeah. right? You take stock of like, okay, this is my life. This is where I'm at. You know, career-wise, usually by 40, you kind of got it figured out. And so we, uh, we guys kind of have this come to Jesus moment around then. Like, you're not even close. All right, there we go. <laughs> Upwards and out. <laughs> hey, you're on the second hole and you sprayed one out of bounds. <laughs> you're still going to go play the next 16 holes. All right, to 16 more holes. Exactly. Let's, go. Let's swing away. <laughs> I mean, you're not on the first uh, tee anymore. Geez. Yeah, no, but I'm off that box. But you're definitely, yeah. We're on the second hole. Hey, man, Maybe I'm on the, the third. I teed off on the back nine. Yeah. <laughs> my, my thing, too, I just keep telling myself, I'm a, I'm a big relationship guy. I just am. Look at history. I have like three, pe- three people I was in very long relationships with for like four to five years, each of them. And so I keep telling myself, like, I know that when I do commit, it's very likely going to be a, for a significant period of time. So like put in the work for a myself and then also put in the work to make sure whoever like the next person is the right person. (laughs) I don't know. And I'm not saying you did this with Caitlin, but for everybody listening, don't be so, because people like you, and I'm kind of like this too, where you're so eager to have a relationship and you're so, you're so devout, you're so convinced that you're going to make this work, that you're so headstrong, that you're making it work for quote unquote, the right reasons, that it's actually working, Mm -hmm. right? You're not trying to make it work because you want to be in a relationship and by God, I'm going to make this relationship work because that's who I am and that's what I stand for. But is it working? Mm -hmm. Is it right? Mm-hmm. Make sure it's right before you're making sure it's working. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I see what you're and I, you're like, did you want Caitlin to work out so bad because of Caitlin? Because you really loved her and that love was so great? Or did you really just want that relationship to work? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, think, I don't know the answer and, yeah. and don't need it, but I'm just, yeah. it is something to, to definitely, I think we all at sad times we're again, forcing that square peg in a round hole. Yeah. And you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. I think one of the, if, like if I'm looking within Caitlin at her, to me, Caitlin at her best is such a special, unique mm-hmm. individual person that no one will replicate. And I, and, and the love I have for, for that person is so significant knowing that it's irreplaceable. And then I think the reality is, is, just because you know that's the person that you are so in love with doesn't mean that that's the best person for you yeah. right and as a as a unit right so i think 
that's a big one too to think through. And people come into your life for reasons and yeah. for seasons. Yeah. And when you lose somebody, whether it's to death or to a breakup and they go their separate ways or your friend, right? Moves to the other side of the world and you just don't see him again and they kind of fall out of your life. It doesn't mean that relationship wasn't meaningful and impactful to your life. You will totally. take things from this that will take you the rest of your days. And so, look, she came into your life for a reason and a season and you move on and it's not like it doesn't hurt and it hurts your pride a little bit and it sucks, but mm -hmm. this too shall pass, but you're still going to take things from that. You'll sure. take a lot of lessons from that about what you're looking for in the next. Yeah. Good and bad, right? Yeah. You take so much good and, and so much to learn from. I agree with that. Business wise, uh, are you're good. I know you're crushing it on, you have trading secrets podcast. Mm -hmm. We have the new book, talk money to me, pre-sales mm -hmm. now <laughs> go, go on Amazon. Um, then the book will drop soon. You can look at my Insta cause I'll be having it on as soon as it drops. Um, you know, I'll be naked in the bubble bath reading his book, <laughs> but, uh, what else do you have? What's, what else is in the hopper? Yeah. So the, the, so we have the podcast trading secrets, which is every day it's growing at a significant rate. You have the book that you talked about and then had the first book, um, that came out. I do some consulting for small businesses. So that's been, um, growing at a fast rate. I also have an agency. It's called Rewired Talent Management. And so what I learned at a, a quick rate is I was able to monetize my social media pretty fastly right after the show. And, but I learned the nuances of all the forms of marketing to it. And I would talk openly about it. And that's when I started this group called Restart Consulting. And so as a result of that, a lot of people off The Bachelor and other right. reality shows would come to me and say, hi, how are you doing this? And I would consult with them on how I was doing it and then started a talent management company. So we now have uh, well over 200 people in all different categories that we're doing deals with our pipeline of deals. Um, and it's all things, everything from TV appearances to social media collaborations to almost all forms of marketing in which agencies and brands are paying talent for some type of execution. It's well over $5 million now just in the pipeline and the business is growing at that's a rapid, awesome. uh, rapid pace. So that's a big one. And then just like random stuff, there was, um, there's, I don't know, there's, there's a couple like random TV yeah. media entertainment things that get talked about thrown around or that I have filmed and might come out. We don't know and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's, it's a crazy world, but it's all centered around, um, all this, this whole world that, that we currently live in, which is kind of crazy, but the agency is the one I get the most excited about right. because I know there's a, I know a million people that you work with because you know we're a lot of mutual friends and yeah, stuff, and you guys yeah. kill it for them, yeah, crush it, yeah. That's been a that's been a really it's been exciting, it's been great, and it's more of like the long term play. So yeah, and then you know small investments, invest into different real estate projects, CPG companies, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, those are the the mailbox money, the mailbox money, <laughs> that's it's trying the passive income. Um, I'll let you off the hot seat. The seat's hot. I'll let you go. You're going to give me a breather? Um, I'll give you a breather. Um, I am going to reciprocate. I'll be on Trading Secrets. So go check out uh, Jay's podcast, Trading Secrets, where we're going to, we'll talk about a lot of stuff, more business stuff and all that. So um, we will uh, get out of the relationship space and, and give him a break. Oh, Chris, you are going right in the hot seat. <laughs> hey. I'll see. I, you know, I'd love to see your skills. See, uh, see what you've learned over the years. Oh, yeah. We'll be going. I've taken a couple notes out of your book. Um Appreciate your friendship. Yeah. Uh, you have always been a huge supporter and uh, always been in my corner. I truly, truly am grateful for that. And I'm, I'm grateful you sat down and had this talk. It was 
you know, you you mentioned your kind of disclaimer, and I, I will give you mine. I said from the beginning, Caitlin's a friend of mine, and I had trepidation about doing this too because I don't want to be seen as taking a side, bagging on her. His his, you know, he said, she said. I don't. I didn't want any of that crap. I just wanted the honesty and the emotion, which I got, which I'm appreciative of. I didn't want to get in the weeds and the dirt and all the you know the stuff. I'll leave that to Reddit. Yeah, and then, well, <laughs> and, you know, I appreciate you doing and none that. of that and crap matters anyway. None of it matters, and that's why I appreciate this conversation. I hope that's you know that's how it. Um, the discussion, you know, obviously when you're sitting in here, I'm sitting in a puddle over here. I'm not really sure how it all came together, but no. I want people it, it, to know. It felt like nothing but love and respect. Well, that's and, the, I think the intention behind every question you asked and everything I asked was pure and to create no disrespect for anyone. That's the goal. That's what I wanted to come on and do. And I hope we did it. We did it. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. My come on. Got one, any tissues? One last sip before we go. <laughs> all right. Thank you for Thanks being for here. for having me. This really is the most dramatic podcast ever. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.